Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Assyria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. How are you guys? So, listen, I want to be upfront and honest. I was I was a little bit um away from the desk and, and finding content and whatnot. But that does not mean I do not know what's going on. And I think the first thing I want to talk about is it's this this um this Xbox and what is it doing and what's going on to different platforms and stuff like that. There was this rumor that came out. Um it was a report. I mean it was like you know from some obscure oh I'm sorry, guys. I was looking at that. Requires a subscription. Well, yeah, I can imagine so. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I was distracted. I was reading something about um, Game Pass and Final Fantasy um, Online. All right. So, there was this report that came out that they were looking for, they data mined um, a couple of games, and they said that Starfield was coming to the PlayStation platform after um, its first expansion. And everybody was like, um, what's going on? And then, um, they were talking about, um, Raiders of the, not the Raiders of the Art, but it's Indiana Jones. That came up. And then that ball started to roll. And it got so bad. That Phil Spencer had to come out and say that um, we hear you, we are listening. Uh, next week we're going to share with you guys what you know Xbox look like, what it's gonna look like, and Game Pass gonna look like coming in the future and stuff like that. So I want to talk about that. So this is my take on it. As you guys are aware, see, I have all three systems. I have all three systems. Everyone, everyone offers a unique experience. I know when I come to a fun game that is going to just make me smile all the way through. I'm always looking towards Nintendo. When I want a cinematic experience, I'm always going to look at Sony. When I want an action-packed game, I'm always going to look to Xbox. People are now, like, you know, wondering what is going on with, you know, Xbox. Because they just acquired, you know, Activision and Blizzard. For X amount of money. Yeah, I know. What's the 70 billion? And, um, and then a couple of months later, they laid off a lot of people. Like, a lot of people. As a matter of fact, that's it to be a lot of problem in the um, industry in regards to people holding on to their jobs. 
But if anybody knew, like in the game development and all the, I mean, like in that realm, in that industry, it's always been fickle. It's always been one-sided. But I'm getting off on, I'm going off on a tangent here. People started to ask the question to Phil, to Xbox, to Microsoft, what are you doing? You just bought Bethesda. You just bought Activision. You just bought um, Blizzard. You bought all of these studios and Now we're hearing rumors that you are going to release all these games on all platforms. Again, guys, I have all three platforms, but I'm talking to you as an Xbox fan or a person who has an Xbox. And if I was just like exclusively to Xbox, here's the thing. Microsoft, Phil Spencer, and Xbox. This is how I feel about this. I understand that you spent $70 billion on games studios in a hope to get games to come onto the platform. As an Xbox owner, I like that idea. I want compelling games to come to my platform. So, in 2020, was it 2020? Did they release um the series S? When did the series um the series come out on? When did Xbox Series came out? November 10th, 2020. When you came to me four years ago, And you said, I know that the PlayStation is out there, and I know that they have some good games, and you very well might be interested in them. But what I would like for you to do is I would like for you to put down $300 to $500 for my console. So, I took my money, my hard-earned money, and I invested in you. Now, I invested in you knowing that I was number three when it came to PlayStation and Nintendo. I knew that. But I invested in you. And I said, I'm going to go and pick up an Xbox. Because you told me in your presentation that games was going to come to this platform and that these games were so compelling that I wasn't going to see it on any other platform that's what exclusivity means you sold me this shit so I put down some money for your console now, you got Bethesda. You grab Bethesda. All of a sudden, all the Bethesda games came day one. As a matter of fact, what the fuck is um? Oh, that's Blizzard. I'm sorry. Okay, Bethesda games became wrapped up in Game Pass. I was excited. You guys heard me. 
say Game Pass is where it's at. So we got that slew of games. And I was happy. Still am. But then you go around here talking that you're going to acquire Activision and you're going to acquire Blizzard. And there was this contention and everybody was on edge and stuff like that. And you went through your little thing. But all this time that this was happening, I'm going to tell you something. Sony and Nintendo, all of their fans and their CEOs have been telling us and you that the reason why you're number three and that we're number three It's because you don't have no games. We took those on the chin. We stood beside you. Even though we were number three and you feel you let us know that we was number three and we took that blow. So what the fuck are you talking about that, not you, but what the hell is these women talking about that you may be going, giving our games to another platform after one or two year exclusivities? Because so many fans are already telling you, telling us, we don't give a fuck no more. We'll just wait. So essentially, all of us Xbox players are going to be the beta testers for these games. Listen, it was you who sat there and said, let me pick up Blizzard. Let me pick up Activision. We didn't ask for those goddamn platforms. We didn't ask, I mean, not those platforms, but we didn't ask for those goddamn studios. You! went after that. You did. You are the one who's not spending no goddamn, um, a lot of motherfucking goddamn, uh, marketing shit on promoting Game Pass. And here's the thing, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. If you can't move or promote Game Pass For your own platform. I know good and goddamn well you're not going to do it on these televisions. I know you're not going to do it on these other platforms. I know that to be a fact. Because if it was the case, you would be pushing it on um, Xbox now. But you're not. But you're not. I see the benefit of having Game Pass. I really do. But you gotta remember, I'm I'm already a gamer. And I be telling people on this platform here, I said Xbox Game Pass is what everyone should be investing in. Everyone. Get a Xbox. You you don't have to have the most. You don't gotta have X, but you can have S, and that's why S is outselling X because it's not about power. It's simply games. I don't want to see our games. On the other platform. I'm pissed off that it's on a PC. Now I understand that you want to make your money back. But you made that investment. We didn't ask for that shit. You made that. So you and your investors. Y'all need to sort that shit out. Get that money from somewhere else. But don't come to us asking us to give you more money. If next week, 
if next week you say something that alludes to that Xbox games will be going on more platforms, I will drop you like a bad habit. I won't fucking play your system no more. I will not. I don't give a fuck what you bring on your console. I don't care no more. And I'm going to explain to you why. Because, see, I'm a person that has nothing but time. And I'm incredibly patient. And I will literally wait that extra two fucking years to bring it on a PlayStation or a Nintendo platform. Because what you have told me, that when you asked me to invest in you, and in your dream, that you lied to me. Xbox, listen to me and listen well. Now, this may be showing my age a little bit. But I remember vividly the fall of Sega. I remember in that um, EGM where they announced that Sonic is coming to the Nintendo GameCube. I remember that. I remember the death of GameCast. Dreamcast, not GameCast. Dreamcast. You gotta remember, guys. Sega was always a step ahead. Yeah, the, the, uh, the equipment was a bit shoddy. But I thought they brought it together. I thought they brought it together with Dreamcast. But the problem was, was this. Sony game, I mean, Sony PlayStation was out. Sony PlayStation was out. And Sony did what Nintendo did. If you guys can remember, what sold Sony was a whole bunch, a whole bunch of RPGs, a little bit of action, and um, and a lot of shovelware, a lot. Dreamcast was supposed to be getting. I, to this day, I still can't understand why the fuck Final Fantasy VII was not on Dreamcast. Don't make no damn sense. They did get the they did get the evil they did get the evil um the Resident Evil, but they did not get um the um Final Fantasy VII. That was the Sony. When Sony got square, and it literally ended it. Shit, you remember they killed Nintendo almost? That that hit almost took out Nintendo. When Sony, when Sega announced that Sony, I mean that Sonic was coming to. The Nintendo GameCube. We already knew it was over with. We cried and we let it go. It would be the second in my lifetime where I saw 
a, a, a game company go third party. And I don't think that... I think that that was just stupid. I don't think it's going to happen, guys. I really don't think it's going to happen. But... You shouldn't let this run rampant as the way it is. We'll get more information next week. But you shouldn't let this go on rampant. And I'm going to leave it on there. Fix your shit and get on top of your fucking marketing team, Xbox. Don't let this shit run rampant like this. And do not let games come on. Put that shit on Xbox and tell PlayStation Nintendo fans to sit there. If you want to play our games, just go pick up a fucking series ass. It's a $300 goddamn console. Go buy it. Damn. Speaking of Final Fantasy, did you guys play the demo? I didn't play it yet. I did download. I did remote download. Um. God, I remember when Final Fantasy VII Remake was first announced and stuff like that. And I didn't play it day one. I thought it was the same story, and then I got it, and then I discovered that it was not the same story. It was a retelling. Uh, and then I was going to wait for the whole thing to be released, but then, like I said, I caught it. I am excited. It's coming out at the end of this month. Um... It's, it's a pretty game. I'm shocked that it's not a 64K game. It is, but you can do performance or you can do graphics. I, I always went to performance, right? Because I didn't think the graphics was just too much of an improvement for me. Um, but people seem to be enjoying the demo. Um... I did like the presentation. I did see that. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to get it. I just hope y'all know that. I'm going to get that. Um, It may not be the first one. Yeah, I'm being honest with you guys. It may not be first day one. Because I am so deep into Power World. But, um, AMD, um, oh, no, I'm sorry, guys, whoo, um, but yeah, I hope that Xbox keep their shit together, man. But I was reading earlier, yeah. I want, I, I really, 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 really do. Um, I really do want to get into Final Fantasy Online, man. I do, I do. What? PlayStation players are not required to own a PlayStation Plus subscription to play Final Fantasy XIV. Why not? Many fans confuse over why the Xbox equivalent is required. Well, let me see something. Because if the free trials includes an open setup which will not require the Xbox Game Pass to play. However, the full Xbox S version will require a Game Pass to play. Oh, I think the reason why is because they have a monthly, you know, subscription. 
And I think that in itself covers, you know, so you don't need plus, but you're literally playing on, um, on their service, on, um, the, the Final Fantasy service. Xbox, get fucking World of Warcraft to come on the fucking Xbox platform. Jesus, can you imagine? Can you fucking imagine? Like, y'all are literally wasting money. It's right there. I hope they announce that. I really do. When they said they was going to announce, um, when they said it was going to acquire Blizzard and all that, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, oh my God, can you please, for the love of God. First of all, you need to put um, Diablo and all of them on fucking Game Pass. You need to put all... Diablo 4 should be on Game Pass as I'm talking right now. Sort your shit. Um, Nintendo did their. Hold on, let me see. Because they, 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 they did have um their quarterly earnings and stuff like that. Did y'all see that shit? 11. 11 and climbing for Super Mario Brothers Wonder. That shit doubled. Doubled. Fucking, um,. Spider-Man. I keep on trying to tell y'all that. I keep thinking that I'm being hyperbolic. I'm telling you, Sony makes games that are interactive movies. I am witnessing a lot of people would rather watch their favorite streamer play their games than to go buy them themselves. Than to go buy them themselves. That's where Sony's gonna fuck up at a lot. Watch. Cause these games require a lot of budget. And um God, I kinda why do I keep doing that? Keep going on a um a tangent like that. It's just But um yeah. They, they're, they're, um, they need to get it together. Nintendo is killing it. I'm trying to find these sound numbers and stuff like that. But they're selling it. I mean, they are, they are constantly, and I like, because they keep quiet. You know, as far as this whole champagne and shit. But, um... You know what I need to do? I need to... I need to buy that... Buy that goddamn, um... I need to buy that damn collection. Um... For the Nintendo GameCube. I did get it for this, um... The PlayStation. But, um... How many systems did, um, I think it's 130, something, they're very close, um, to selling over the PlayStation 2, um, selling out the PlayStation 2. And as y'all know, motherfucking, um, um, $15.5 million. $15.5 million in the last quarters. And now they're talking about, like, you know, they're, like, thinking to themselves, they're like, we don't need to be fucking, um, thinking about the next console, you will. 
You will. Yeah, Super Mario, um, right now, um... The Legend of Zelda Kingdom, Tears of the Kingdom, sold 20.28 million. Pikmin 4 sold 3.3. Um... And that was soon after that Mario movie. And stuff like that. So I knew that was going to sell. But yeah. I think I'm going to end it here. Jesus Christ. I've been talking my butt off. All right. And, um, yeah, good on Nintendo for, um, kicking ass and taking names. Like I said, there are one point, I mean, 139.3 million systems sold. That's a Nintendo Switch. Do your thing. Okay. And with that... Those are your top stories in gaming. And now, here's your top stories in pop culture. Go, okay, I look. I'm just reading this shit. What the fuck is going on between Nikki and I? Not Nikki. Um, Lotto and um, Little Spice. What, girl? Fucking TikTok. She don't be. Hold on. I ain't see this shit. My mom can drop dead right now if I'm fucking lying. Fuck, I need to lie for it. I already said I'm not done. Smoke this. Smoke this. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's up. The fuck? If it's smoke, then it's smoke. But I don't have to lie. I ain't see that shit till y'all pointed it out. I'm drunk as fuck. Leaning count. Girl, you on coke. You definitely got an up on. Now, I'm just recording a fucking TikTok. She don't be that deep. And on my mother, if I did see that video behind me, I still would have proceeded. I spice. I'm in the back of your weak ass snippet. Like that's how I was So I was like, wait a second, that's me. So I'm like, okay, since we're talking about me, let's talk about me. And I dropped that. It was really just a snippet. Let me tell y'all something. Number one. Number one, this is no tea, no shade. No tea, no shade. No tea, no shade. I spy. First of all, scratch off and strawberry cupcake. Y'all need to stop with this bullshit. Y'all need to stop with this bullshit. Neither one of y'all are taking serious. I clocked out on Lotto. What she said. Welcome to the Ice Tea Club. Hey! Uh, let's go. <laughs> when I saw that performance, baby, I clocked out from her right there. I said, okay, you're not gonna go nowhere. Ice Spice? Most definitely not gonna go nowhere. I can't take Ice Spice seriously. Ice Spice will get up on the stage and do the same fucking move. Ice Spice is all about showing her ass because she has nothing to offer. But that. She has nothing to offer but that. And that's no shade. 
you just just stream just stream her performances lot of I mean lot of I'm talking about her too but um Ice Spice all she does is show her ass that's all she do she has no stage presence none Lotto can't hold a mic period Lotto cannot rap live she doesn't have the the endurance for that because these girls these ladies they're pinup dolls for the rap game that's all they are pinup dolls so I don't understand why y'all even fighting. Miss Aubrey, girl. Miss Aubrey, girl. Why you out here showing bird? Why is there a video out there of you jacking off? Shit don't make no damn sense. They said that it might be fake. I believe it's him. I think it's him. I said he might, you know. I think that's one of the, the, the one of the well, one of the the qualities that he took from his dad. Doesn't look cute. Did y'all see that um interview with um Club Shay Shay and Monique? Baby, I know I did. Let's see if we can read some of the shit. This is on Kevin Hart. She was on Club Shay Shay. It was a two, two and a half hour. The two and a half hour um. episode and it was good I I will say this much after after um after um seeing that 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 podcast hearing that podcast I am a firm believer that Monique has always been um shaded against like they I think that they I think she solidified a couple of things for me. Number one, Hollywood is very fickle. Number two, it be your very own that will fuck up shit for you. I believe that Oprah fucked um fucked um um uh, Monique over. I truly believe that. I truly believe that Tyler Perry fucked Monique over. And when she was telling us about Kevin Hart and his shit, she said she she kind of pretty much confirms it. Kevin Hart ain't nothing but a plant. You can you can tell. Have y'all ever watched Kevin Hart early, early, early work? Do y'all remember when him and the the, the Paper Cup Boys was on YouTube exclusively, like their skits? You can always tell that it was not Kevin Kevin Hart's jokes. Kevin Hart was those boys was writing those jokes. Kevin just had he was just the one who was delivering it. Like Kevin Hart literally was the front man of that group. But let's hear what she had to say. You know, he doesn't want any any kind of relationship with Monique. Never mind, I don't Kevin own this. Hart. Now, you know when Cat Williams said gatekeepers? Yeah. Kevin Hart, I do his um, podcast. Yes. And I want y'all to re-listen to the podcast so you can hear it for yourself. When he first comes on, he says, you're like my mother. 
you're like my aunt, you're like my sister. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then we do the podcast. We speak about the Tyler Perry situation. Oprah Winfrey, he said, I don't really know Oprah, but I'm going to reach out to Tyler. Appreciate that. Kevin kept his word. He reached out to Tyler Perry. Kevin Hart called me back about maybe a week or so later. He said, Mo, I talked to Tyler. He said he don't want to revisit it. He said, but I tell you what, let's move past that, Mo. Let's just move past that and let's just do great things. So whatever That's you, what Kevin said. I want you to hear me, Kevin Hart. Let's move past that, Mo. Let's do some great things together. Don't even worry about it. Whatever y'all want to do, I will partner with you. I'll executive produce with you. You just let me know what you want to do. Now, let me say that before we go any further, because I want to make sure I give Kevin Hart his proper credit. When my family was up against the wall, Kevin Hart wrote us a check and said, here you go. We're forever grateful for that. When we were able to give it back, we said, brother, we appreciate you with some interest on top because I don't ever want nobody to think me and my husband. So I want to make sure I put that out there. That that brother really helped us out when we needed to be helped out. Then when he came back with, I got you. I didn't ask Kevin Hart to do anything. He said, I'll executive produce. I'll partner with you. I said, good shit, Kevin, because we're in a deal with Endemol and we're trying to get our talk show back. Mo, whatever it is, I got you. Now, Kevin Hart is one of the biggest entertainers right now in the world. Right. And what's that? We got off the phone with Kevin Hart. We called in the mall immediately and said, Kevin Hart said, whatever we want to do, he got us. He's going to partner, executive use. They was like, oh, this is incredible because when you put Kevin Hart's name on it, you already know what it is. Correct. Two weeks go by. We get a call from in the mall. In the mall says, we just got a call from Kevin Hart's manager, Dave Becky. And Dave Becky said, Kevin doesn't want anything to do with Monique. So whatever she told y'all, he doesn't want to do anything with her, nothing. You know, he doesn't want any any kind of relationship with Monique. So what changed between the two weeks and when, and, and plus he gave you a check, you gave the money back. Uh, that went back on, she said that um, Kevin Hart manager and stuff like that told um her studio like indigo or whatever that was that they didn't they were not going to work with him and didn't want nothing to do with it and then she circled back around to motherfucking goddamn um kevin hart and kevin hart said it was a miscommunication and whatnot and she ain't heard from that man since she ain't heard from him since that's fucked up Like, I think what's going on with Monique and Cat Williams and some of the lesser, lesser known, like, you know, because I'm not saying that because they're top tier comedians, but I think what they're doing is they're letting people know what the fuck is really going on behind closed doors with these goddamn, um, these comedians and how this shit is gatekeeped and stuff like that. And that's not cool. It's really not that cool. Let me try to find the one that they, she said something about um, D.L. Hughley. I wasn't going to do it. But damn it, this is... This, this seat... T- t- you might want to have another look, this seat makes you go, truth, tell it. No, tell the damn truth. Tell them to tell the truth. Because family is sacred. It's supposed to be. And we don't cross the line family and people begin to Shannon Sharp isn't a really good interviewer he just let these people talk and that's all you need really doing things wrong and she doing this and she doing that and there's a brother named D.L. Hughley yep and until he take accountability I won't let it go what because what was you get ready to say I was gonna say what did D.L. do let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) baby that voice went off didn't Dio is friend. He like that's my friend. No, I, I I've met Dio on several occasions. I don't know Dio like that. Okay. Do I do I know Dio say like I know an earthquake? No. Do I know uh, since I've interviewed Cat? So, Monique, you want to play a game? Well, I want to play. I said sure, sugar. Let's play a game. And it's a game called Would You Rather? No. Okay. Now. Well, then you know 
already. You should have said, I'm too old for this game. Wait a minute. We're having fun, baby. <laughs> right? We're having a good time, Shannon. Okay? We, I mean, it's the sister there. There's two other guys. We're having a great time. It's a beautiful black Monique cookout. looks good. Would you say your wife was your family? Is that considered family? Yeah. So your husband is considered family, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Okay. So here we go. They said, Monique, we want to play a game of Would You Rather. Let's go. Would you rather your husband sleep with Lee Daniels with a condom or Corinne Steffens without one? That is a fucked really? up ass approach. Now, as y'all are watching right Don't ask no stupid question like oh, that. They're doing the same thing in the studio. They're going, okay. That is exactly what happened. Now, I say to the team, how does that uplift our community? I said, sister, and her name is Jasmine, how could you ask another sister that? But we just planned, I said, tell me the joke in that because I don't know what you're insinuating. Then you're involving people that have nothing to do with nothing. Like, what are y'all doing? So I said, I'm gonna call my brother. DL, I'm going to call my brother. I call DL Hubley on the phone. I say, hey, baby, yeah. Huh? That's how he responds. Yeah. Did he know it was you? Yes, he, because they called him to let him know Monique's going to be calling. Like, right. this, it was getting crazy. Right. I'm like, just let me get on the phone with my brother, right? Yeah. Hey, DL, yeah. I said, listen, I just got off the phone with your team, and they wanted to play this game, Would You Rather? And it was like, Stupid, like asking me about my husband and Lee Daniels and Corinne Stephens and his exact words. Well, that's how we do it. I said, DL, how does that uplift our community? And again, I don't know what y'all trying to insinuate, but brother, what you doing? Like, like she said, these motherfuckers will they, they will cut their own, they will cut their own and stop on your neck and shit like that, and it's fucked up. Because you shouldn't be asking no goddamn, um, no one that damn question. What the fuck were you insinuating? That her husband's gay? Or that her husband, um, that her husband would do something like that? Like, what the fuck? Have some respect for this woman. It's like, every time I turn around, I swear to God, it's like, Y'all motherfucking ass really do believe that black women just, just, y'all got the green light to just shit on black women. And that's fucked up because that's not the motherfucking case. She also went in on the Breakfast Club and stuff like that. Charlemagne has apologized on air because Charlemagne was Jesus Christ. He was foul for what he did. He belittled that woman. And so, she also, you know, called back up there and she, you know, she was grateful that they apologized on air because what what happened with her in Netflix, we all knew. Bitch, if you can give Amy Schumer all that money, then you best give to, uh, motherfucking Monique. Because Monique is funny as hell. She got, not only did she get her special, but she got money on top of that. From that lawsuit. Start respecting these motherfucking queens. Now, Let's, before we go out, we're going to talk a little bit about the, um, the Grammys and stuff like that. I didn't watch it because I thought it was stupid and I knew who was going to win, that demon, Taylor Swift. I knew she was going to do it. The thing that pissed me off is I don't understand how they they gave that bitch um, album of the year. But I want to come back to that. Um, congratulations to Victoria Monet. Congratulations to SZA. Congratulations to, um... I was gonna say Killer Mike, but I really don't want to get... 
I really don't want to give him no motherfucking air because he got arrested that night. He wore all three. Did y'all see what they did with Nicki Minaj? Girl. Nicki thought she was her first Grammy and they took that bitch Grammy right back to, oh, we made a mistake. You didn't win. And they gave it to Killer Mike. That's why I was thinking about Killer Mike. So, but get, congratulations, Killer Mike. Atalia, she won for water. Um, shout out to uh, Miley Cyrus. She won her first uh, Grammys for flowers. Um, that performance it was cute. Um, and she was right. We did have, we heard that song every fucking where. Like, goddamn. That song was everywhere. Um. To the point that I know she got even annoyed listening to it. Like, goddamn. Um. But let's go back to this, um, album of the year shit. And I started to think about a lot of things that's happening. So... Taylor Swift won her fourth album of the year Grammy Award for the Midnight album. And Jay-Z, you know, he got um, an award for global impact and whatnot. And he said something. Let me see if I can... um, Let me see if I can find it, because I don't know if I can find it. But it was, it was, it was, um, it was powerful what he said. Because he was right. You know, it's music and it's opinion based, but, you know, some things, you know. I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. Most Grammys never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you made it robbed. Some of you don't belong in the category. But see, she was telling the truth. Now, I'm going to say something that I have been hiding for a long time. I like Taylor Swift music. I do. Um... Taylor Swift came on to the scene for me and on her 1989 album. I like that album. I like Midnight. Those ones between those, I didn't listen to. But I'm not knocking um... John Ascroft, whatever his name is. I'm not knocking his writing skills. I am not above telling anyone how I feel about 1989. I thought that that was John, um, what's it? Because I, I might be saying his name wrong. Um, but that's his love letter. What's her name again? Taylor Swift's? his name who writes with her um
But um, I always said that her 1989 album, Jack Athna, that's his name. All right. I'm not naive. I see all the shit. I see all the shenanigans. 1989 album was John Akinoff's love letter to Taylor Swift. He wrote that song professing his love for this girl. Now, she can't be with him. She can't be with him. But that's why it's so good. Because they won't be together. I like Midnight. Midnight was not her best work. It was mediocre. At best. I hated that they gave her album of the year. So when she won... You got a lot of people was like, oh, Beyonce, she got so many awards and stuff like that. What's the, why she should care? Why should she care? I'll explain to you why. All right. Now, you guys have heard me say that um, after this tour, this era tour, she also announced a new album that's coming out on um, April 19th. game so um she wrote um I said after the era tour I said how the fuck is it that um Taylor Swift because Taylor Swift been in the game for 14 years Beyonce been in there twice as long and I said how was it that Taylor Swift is going to be a billionaire in half the time of Beyonce. That doesn't make sense to me. And then I started to wonder. I said, why the fuck they did not give this girl album of the year? I thought Beyonce best album. And this is just my humble opinion. Because I don't want to go up for Beyonce with jail for plagiarism. But I believe Beyonce's best album was Lemonade. And they gave that motherfucker goddamn nigga. They gave. They gave that album. To a. They gave our, our album of the year award to Adele. That was fucked up. Then when she came out with Renaissance, they gave it to motherfucking goddamn Harry Styles. Why is that so important? Album of the year. Album of the year gives more prestige. It's like a, a it's a status to the record company. That's what that is. Um, and with that, they can get more people to invest in them. Taylor Swift became a billionaire because Taylor Swift has four album of the year. She is, she can request more resources and she can mark, she gets marketed better because she has these albums of the years accolades under her name. So, she can ask for more money, but she's going to get more money on the back end. You didn't give Beyonce album of the year because yes, Beyonce is a force to be reckoned with, but you don't want that girl to be the force to be reckoned with. And then, hold on. Let me see this shit. Album of the year. Because I think Taylor Stacking Booty Ass Swift said something funny. 
pissed me off. Because Taylor Swift knows the game. Uh, Taylor Swift knows the game. And she pretty much says it. This is to the recording. Um, what you call it again? To after the encore. I did like this outfit she was wearing. Okay, this is my 13th Grammy. Just my lucky number. Oh my shit. And I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all something. Listen, I need y'all to do something. I need y'all to watch Jack Akimov around Taylor Swift. Just watch him. I'm telling y'all. That man is in love with Taylor Swift. That's Jack Antonoff. I'm so lucky. And our engineer, Laura Sisk, I want to say thank you to Servant Gania. I don't like this woman, guys. Lana Del Rey was hiding in, in her crime right now. I'm so lucky to know And mind you, Lana Del Rey, um, mind you, she was up for Album of the Year as well. The best moment of my life, but I, I feel this happy when I finish a song, or when I crack the code to a bridge that I love, or when I'm shot listing a music video, or when I'm rehearsing with my dancers, or my band, or getting ready to go to Tokyo to play a show. For me, the, the award is the work. All I want to do is keep being able to do this. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. It makes me unbelievably blown away that it makes some people happy who voted for this award too. All I want to do is keep doing this. So thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to do what I love so much. Mind blown. Thank you so much. Bullshit. I don't trust that one. I don't trust that. I think I did. I thought that was in her um her speech and stuff. Like I said, I told you I don't watch her. I didn't watch it. Um, but she did say some slime remark, like, you know, the board kind of, you know, votes for the things that's popular and stuff like that, which it shouldn't be about. Because I've always thought that when it comes to the Grammys, it should be about excellence when it comes to a person's body of work. Taylor Swift and I like Mind Midnight. I like that album. But that album did not beat Scissors, SLS. It just didn't beat it. Sonically, it didn't beat it. The production, it didn't beat. See, this is why I was talking about it earlier with some friends of mine and I was like, they are constantly popping mediocrity up. That's the only reason why I have a problem with Taylor Swift is I was like, I want to give, cause she can write, the girl can write her ass off. But we all know Jack is writing most of those songs. That's why he's up there all the time. Every time she's around, because he's writing her music. And producing it. She is his cash cow. But he's only letting that happen. Because he's in love with this girl. He hit. 
he hit it out of the bottle with 1989. I hope Beyonce announced a new album. I really do. I really do. I wish she should do it out of the fucking blue. And I think she should do it on April 19th. And I hope she snatched album of the year for the first time. I really do. They need to stop paying politics with this shit. That was not Taylor Swift's best album. And y'all doing that because you don't want to see these black artists gain some recognition. Not only gain some recognition, but I'm talking about from the industry. They already have their fans. They already have their fans. And then when you do give someone an album of the year, it's some obscure fucking artist. And you do that to hold your legitimacies. Fuck off, Grammys. That's why they watch y'all asses. Because I knew it was some fuck shit behind it. It's all politics. Midnight should not have won. And those were your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Cheap Drills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to reach us, you can contact us at CheapDrillsPodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at CheapDrillsPodcast01.